Hey everybody, welcome to God Quest. I'm your host, Miles Young, and today we're going to talk about the overlooked solution for the soil. It's a topic that I think you'll find interesting. Thanks for being here, so we're gonna have a great time. Well, welcome to God Quest. I am having so much fun. Uh, Thanks for all the comments, all of you subscribers. We're growing, the word's getting out. And so let your friends and family know. And I hope it's a blessing to you. Don't be afraid to comment. If you've got a question or a request or you've got a topic that you think would be of interest, uh, I'd love to hear from you. And uh, God Quest is growing, and I'm excited about it. Today I want to share something that has been a strength to me uh, in, my, in my role as a pastor and I want to see people succeed. I, I want to see people come to God, get grounded, and be established. And this has become a very significant revelation for me uh, that I would like to share with you uh, if you're a pastor, preacher, Bible study teacher, or uh, a, a saint of God that wants to see your family or even your own faith grow I think this is going to be a help to you. So I call this the overlooked solution for the soil. So this comes from one of the parables that Jesus taught. He began to teach in parables. And the Bible said in Matthew 13, verse 3, that he told them many things. He had so much to share. Uh, and we know that all the books could not contain the things that he did. But I do find some very interesting understandings that come out of a, a deeper dive into some of these stories or parables as we call them. And Matthew 13 holds a very special place. Uh, every pastor, every preacher, teacher, you understand the importance of this particular passage. But I want to lift something out that is often overlooked. That's why I call it the overlooked solution. He says <clears throat> in this, he says, let he let him that hath ears hear. So, in other words, he's saying, pay attention to what I'm fixing to share with you. He gives a number of parables. Uh, and it was, it was his intent that he's going to give them revelation. He wants them to pay attention. This is, I'm not just up talking. I, I'm giving you, he's saying, I'm giving you some, some revelation here. And he connected these stories in Matthew 13 with... Uh, statements about the kingdom. He's connecting these stories, these parables, with what he calls the secrets of the kingdom. Well, anytime I hear about secrets, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested. I want to know what a secret is, if I can get a clue to what the secret is, especially when God in the flesh is talking about, I'm going to give you secrets. So let's pay attention to what he says. He starts in these series of stories, he starts with the parable. We call it the parable of the sower, uh, or sometimes you hear it referred to the parable of this of the soil. And we see these four different types of soil that he covers. He, he, he talks about how the seed hits the soil, what the response is, and he gives this, this story. Then he comes back and explains what the different parts are of this story, specifically the soil. But notice we call it the parable of the sower, which to me is a very important thing 
even though it seems like the response is all soil-based, nevertheless, we still call it the parable of the sower. And I think there's an importance there that is connected to this overlooked solution. Let, let, let's lift this out. I'm in Matthew 13. He's just told uh, in the beginning part of this chapter, he's just told the story. Now he's going to explain the parable of the sower. And in verse 19, I'm reading from the ESV, says, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes, snatches away, that has been sown in the heart. This is what was also along the path. Okay, remember that first that first group, group was the seed that was sown on the path. The second group was the seed that fell on the rocky soil. The first group, the birds came. The second group, there's no depth that didn't get rooted. The third is it's among the thorns. It grows, but it's surrounded by thorns. It's choked out. And then the last one, the fourth one, was the good soil. But he says of this first one, and I think this is, this is the first indication of what has often been overlooked. We focus on the sower and we focus on the soil. But I want you to notice what he says. It's, it's, it's hidden right in the open. He says in verse 19, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, does not understand it. The evil one then comes and snatches away what they have been given. Now, hold that in your mind. Let's go to verse 21. And it says, Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. Tribulation, persecution arises on account of the world. The world he's in, there's this stuff that's coming. He's, he's just received this word. It's coming to him. He's, he's trying to grow. And there, there's a process. But now, because he is not rooted, there's no root in himself, he immediately, the SV says, he falls away. So the first, the first soil, there's no understanding. The second dimension, there's no rootedness. There's no root that is there. And then let's look again. We're seeing a pattern here. Look at verse 22. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness. Don't overlook that. The deceitfulness of riches. It chokes out the word and it proves to be unfruitful. If you look at this in the context of what is being said, he's going to speak to them in parables. He's going to show them many things. And what's interesting is you go later on in verse number 51 of this chapter, and he looks at his disciples and Jesus says, have you understood this? And they respond, yes. He says, therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of the house. Don't overlook the solution to the soil. In all three cases where the fruit failed, it could have been fixed. The first group had no understanding. The second group, they didn't get rooted. The third group, they were deceived. This is, this is the most often overlooked part of this story is that we focus on, well, it was just hard ground. Well, it was just by the wayside or it was just among the thorns. 
But think about it with me. You can get understanding. You can get rooted. And you can be taught and trained and remove the things to understand that the cares of life don't. The, the point that I see in this, the parable now, now you see why the parable of the sower is actually more appropriate than the parable of the soil, is because there has to be training. There has to be teaching. I wonder how many people we could have kept had we taken the time to keep teaching till they understood. I wonder how many would not have fallen away had understanding been given, time given to let roots grow. And I wonder how many cares of life could people have had a deeper understanding. Notice he says the deceitfulness of riches. They were deceived. I heard, I heard a preacher tell many, many years ago, I never forgot this statement. They were talking about heresy in the church and how heresy was coming. And, and the, Paul actually said heresies must come. But this, this elderly preacher said something so revelatory, I never forgot it. He said, you don't have to be afraid of heresy. He said, because the answer to heresy is truth. Heresy is not even a good combatant to truth because truth will always triumph. When you reveal truth, truth reveals itself, it exposes heresy. So the, the, the secret solution to the soil, whether it's wayside, whether it's hard, whether it's the thorns, we have to do the due diligence. We have to do the hard work. This is on us. This is the parable of the sower. We've got to spend time making sure we understand. We've got to make sure that they understand. Sunday school teacher, don't just teach and think they get it. I mean, parents, you know that. How many times have you said, you know, you hear, I've said it till I'm blue in the face. Well, just giving information does not mean people get it. That's like saying, here's a bicycle. What you do is you pedal, you hold the handles, and you aim. Is that really going to work? No, there's going to be kids bust their head open. There is a process of understanding until they get the rhythm, until they get the feel, until they get the balance. There is a process of understanding, not just giving information. One of, one of the big, biggest issues that we're having in society today is right here on this phone. Because with the touch of this phone, I can touch more information. And I can get so much information and I can get so much knowledge but with that knowledge, if I don't get understanding, that knowledge doesn't do me a lot of good. Isn't it interesting that the Proverbs say, in all you're getting, get understanding. So on God Quest, I want to challenge you. Whether you're in this journey, maybe you're new to Christ and this is a new walk of faith and you're working on your spirit life and you're figuring it out. Don't just listen to a sermon get understanding with that sermon. What do I mean by that? Go ask your pastor. Ask an elder. Take that Bible out. When that, when that preacher preached on Wednesday night Bible study, take your Bible out. Go reread that. Search those scriptures. Get, get, get out the word of God and, and study it. Don't just assume that you've got it. Well, I got baptism. Well, do you really? Are you ready to have an answer for every man? Don't just get knowledge get understanding. And all you're getting, get understanding. 
But to me, to th those of you that are like me, you have the responsibility of pastoring or teaching or leading or parenting or, or Sunday school or Bible study teacher, whatever it may be. Don't just assume that people are getting it. Take the time to help them understand it. I've often said that maybe one of the things that we often do, and, and this is on me, is sometimes we preach things that people don't understand that had we spent more time teaching, there would not have been as much resistance or even misunderstanding. In all our getting, let's get understanding. And for us that are responsible to teach and preach, let's work on making sure they're rooted. Let's work on combating the deceitfulness. Let's don't just assume they get it. Let's teach them why the cares of life will take this away from you. Let's teach them how the thorns will come up and choke you. Let's help them remove those barriers. Let's help them soften the soil. I've read about in certain parts of the world where, where farming is very difficult because of the soil. They spend a lot of time even digging and drilling through the hard pan, breaking the hard pan up so that it doesn't just fall on hard soil. That's on the sower. That's not the soil's issue. That's the sower's issue. And so I, I want to leave this with you on God Quest. That's the secret overlooked in this parable. I want to be a wise scribe. I want to be that wise teacher. I, I want him to look at me and say, say like he did to the disciples, you got this? And I want to be able to say, I got it. Because when you get it, nobody can take it from you. Let's join together on this quest to help those we lead and we ourselves. Let's make sure we got this. And let's, we, let's make sure that they've got it too. Hey, I love you. I look forward to seeing you next week on God Quest. God bless.